0: Welcome back to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Don Kennedy and I have been discussing uh, divine encounters and connections, divine encounters and connections. And we ended out the top of the program uh, with Stephen being martyred martyred, and uh, his for his testimony of Christ, for his uh, preaching the word and ministering to people, he was martyred, but he said he... He saw the heavens open. Wow, I love that. That's Acts chapter 7. I invite you to go back and read that. I love the part that he fell asleep instead yeah. of he died. Right, he, he just fell, fell asleep. God just, just, he just, okay, just Lord, took him home. <laughs> yeah, And he told the people that were stoning him, look, look, look. I don't believe he's trying to get, he wasn't trying to get them to quit stoning him. He wanted them to see Jesus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look, I see the heavens opened and Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. And they just cried out with a loud voice, stopped their ears, and ran at him with one accord. And they cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses, now get this, because we're going to move on to another section. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at the feet of a young man named Saul. And they stoned Stephen as he was calling on God, saying, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he knelt down and cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not charge them. With this sin. That's forgiveness Mm. right there, isn't it? That's grace forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Mm -hmm. Listen, no matter what's happened to you, no matter what somebody's done, God will give you the grace if you reach out and take it, Mm -hmm. and if you choose. To forgive, he will give you, he will empower you to do that. I had to forgive those that sexually abused me for years, things that happened to me as a child, being passed around, being abandoned. I had to forgive. And you know what? It set me free and it set them free. And I didn't do it by feelings, Dawn. No, I did it, by. sometimes I I didn't feel feel it. it. Hmm. But you know what? The more I declared and I said, Lord, help me to forgive. Give me the grace, empower me to forgive and to let this go. And it was several things and people. And the Lord gave me grace. And then he said now and then would I have the thought or my emotions would get stirred up. I think, well, I guess I didn't forgive. him. And I just felt the Holy Spirit whispered to me, forgiveness is not emotions. It is not by feelings. It's by faith and just cast down those thoughts and move on. And to, to begin to declare you have forgiven them because there's power in forgiveness. It releases you. It releases them out of the prison. So anyway, he said, don't Lord, don't charge them with this sin. He already had. He he was already knew where he was going. Yep, he, knew, he was already heavenly he minded. You know, I see the Lord, you mm-hmm. know, and he knew Lord received my spirit. He had a, an assurance. He had a faith that he was going to heaven because he accepted Christ as Savior who is our Redeemer, our High Priest. Oh my goodness, I don't have time to go into all that right now. I've done it on several programs and we will again. But Stephen had an unshakable faith even when he was being stoned to death. And so here we go, chapter 8. Now we're talking about divine encounters and divine Connections, and I'm going to read in Acts chapter eight, uh, starting with verse one, and I'm going to read it, uh, verses one and two, out of the Amplify. And Saul, remember, they laid the coats, their clothes, at his feet while they're stoning uh, Stephen. And Saul was not only consenting to Stephen's death, he was pleased and entirely approving. On that day, a great and a severe persecution broke out against the church, which was in Jerusalem, and they were all scattered throughout the the, uh, regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles, um, the special messengers. A party of devout men with others helped to carry out and bury Stephen and made great lamentation over him. Now, in my stu- one of my study Bibles, it says in one and two that Paul was consenting means that he expressed hearty approval of stoning of, D, uh, of Stephen, and you know there's a great persecution at rose. So the church, as far as we know, was was basically confined to Jerusalem. But what happened after the persecution? The devil, what he meant for harm. God, God turned for good and sent the gospel. Does. Right. Mm-hmm. The gospel was preached in because they were scattered, they scattered. What they thought was a really, you know, going to be the end of them maybe or the end of the the church and the preaching of the gospel, it just spread. Mm-hmm. The the de- it boomerang mm-hmm. back on the devil's head. And uh the persecution helped take the gospel to these to this particular region. So Satan's plan backfired. Uh they stayed in Jerusalem no doubt at the um that's a strange word behest of the holy spirit for the apostles to leave at that time could have destroyed the infant the, inf, the infant church so the apostles stayed there mm-hmm. right the core. to be at the core mm-hmm. the apostles are foundation builders mm-hmm. uh you know they are setting they set things in place and in order mm-hmm. and they build they 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 put a foundation for to build upon and so they stayed there the apostles did but the others were spread out they scattered because of Stephen being killed, because of his faith and his testimony. And so they left. And um, so, you know, remember, God can always turn around for good what the devil means for harm. So let's skip on over. What is my next scripture here? We're just, take, we're just doing a little Bible study right here. Uh, now, we're going to go on to chapter 9, okay, of Acts. Acts. We're talking about divine encounters and connections. Meanwhile, Saul, still drawing his breath hard from threatening and murderous desire against the disciples of the Lord, he went to the high priest and requested of him letters to the synagogues at Damascus authorizing him so, to see, so that if he found any men or women belonging to the way, which means that the life as determined by faith in Jesus Christ, he might bring them bound with chains to Jerusalem. So he was hard at it, right? He was really hard at it. Uh, I'm going to back up too to something else he was doing. Acts 7:54. Uh, well, maybe not. You know, this is what happens when you have so many Bibles laid out. <laughs> well, I guess we're going to go on with Acts chapter eight, uh, 9. So he breathed out uh, he was breathing out threats against them. And another scripture, it talks about he was wreak- wrecking havoc. He was wrecking havoc for the people of God. Um, he was he was coming against them with everything he had. He was zealous. He was very, very intent on destroying the church. But it's so uh, awesome what God ends up doing in him. So he said, He's drawing out his breath and he's requesting letters uh, to destroy them in the synagogues. If he found any men or women belonging to the way of life of Christ determined by Jesus Christ, he might bring them bound to chains to Jerusalem. Now, let's think about this. Why on earth was he so upset about that? Why was he so upset about the way? Because here's the thing. He really thought he was doing God a favor. He thought that he was real because they were expecting the Messiah to come with great fanfare, set up a throne, and reign on the earth, and they were all going to get all these positions of authority and and place. And they they weren't expecting Jesus, even though the word had prophesied it. The way that he came. The way that he came. In a little baby, in a... Virgin, mm-hmm. from a virgin, conceived of the Holy Spirit, born in a manger, in a stable, where, and laid where animals ate in a manger. And he grew up, he was a carpenter's son. They, and born in Bethlehem, they could not wrap their brain around it. So Saul, he thought that this was heresy. This gospel that was spreading and taking over was heresy. It could not be right. Right. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, Saul was very well trained and educated. You know, he, he was one of those people that had been trained from youth up about the Old Testament and the things of God. And he was very schooled. And if I'm not uh, mistaken, I believe he was uh, taught at the feet of Camellia, this great teacher. And he had all the training in the synagogue and, and he knew the word, right? But he was still bound to the old system mm-hmm. of having to come in with a, you know, you needed to bring a, a lamb. Or a goat and sacrifice it. And you had to have to the, all these priests to a yeah. priest that mm-hmm. was a man who had to offer sacrifices for his own sin and would die off. And another one would have to come in and replace him. So the priest offered sacrifices for his own sin and then the sins of the people. And the blood was uh, sprinkled of bulls and goats and rams on the, um, the mercy seat. All the, the Old Testament. Covered sin, the New Testament with Eradicates Christ. It it, mm-hmm. it yes, uh, it it canceled it. Mm-hmm. So we go from that uh, covering to canceled sin in Christ, because Christ, uh, blood of bulls and goats would not will not set you free. It will not deliver you. It will not break the power of the principle of sin in your life. It will continue. Mm-hmm. So you know that's why they had to keep. Going back, and the high priest had to keep offering it. Well, but Jesus Christ, see, the, they had to offer up gifts and sacrifices, a priest did, and they offered up animals and the blood. Jesus Christ offered, uh, offered up himself. The he offered lamb, up his flesh. The real flesh, lamb. The real lamb. He, the, the lambs were symbolic of the real lamb of glory, and he offered up his body. Uh, his body and the veil was rent, which was his flesh. Right, mm-hmm. for our sin to completely, totally eradicate it. In Colossians uh, chapter two, it talks about He nailed the handwriting and decrees that was against us on the cross, having disarmed principalities and powers. So Jesus Christ did it completely, totally. But those that were still in unbelief did not receive Him as Messiah. They didn't believe that this is what Christ really did. Mm-hmm. They didn't believe he's at the right hand of the Father. He didn't come in a way that they expected. He didn't he didn't come with the fanfare. He didn't set up he a rule born on this to earth. An elite family. He right. was born to a lowly carpenter, carpenter. Family. Mm-hmm. family To a little young virgin. And he had to girl. grow up. Yeah. He had to grow up into he's, his calling. Yeah, and that place. And that stigma mm-hmm. of being born to I mean, she was pregnant while she was not married. Mm-hmm. But it was conceived of the Holy Spirit. It was all too much for them to believe. The miracles and the signs and the wonders, I mean, they said he cast out demons by Beelzebub. That's what they said about Jesus. They even though they saw the signs and the wonders and they knew the word, they refused to believe and to shift into the new thing God was doing. They refused to move out of the old system of law and the blood of bulls and goats uh, and following all the rules and the laws and and the scribes and the Pharisees having so much place, uh, you know, being being so up there and the priest. They refuse to give up their position. They refuse to believe something so simple as the gospel. Where that shifting old preacher right, right there, there himself, I know. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to get there, but it'll probably be the next time. Because we're running out of time. So Saul, he's going to do God a favor. Right? you got to hand it to him. He's zealous. He's trained in, in, in the laws. He's trained in the Old Testament. But he is going to, well, this we're not going to have this heresy. We're not going to have this hypocrisy. We're not going to have this blaspheme. I, give me papers. He, he goes, he gets papers. I mean, he has, it's like a warrant that he can go. And the Bible says, and, and I can't find that scripture at this moment, but he wreaked havoc on the church. He was, I mean, he was out of control. And it's, it was said that he would drag them out, the men and the women, out Of their houses, out of their houses, wow! And so Saul—he has all these credentials. He's powerful. So what does he do? And he's got permission. And he's got permission from the priests. So from the priests. So he goes out to do this because because he was bound up in the old ways of how God did things. Mm -hmm. All the Old Testament, the old. Covenant and law could do was point to you that you needed us the coming savior and Messiah and when the Messiah came when Jesus which means he saves Christ the Anointed one his anointing the Messiah came they couldn't see it on the other hand Stephen when he's being stoned to death the heavens open up he looks up and he sees God and Jesus standing at the right hand of the father and he says look look look. I mean he sees it. He says, Receive my spirit, Lord. Here I come. Here I come. Here I Daddy. come. To do. I mean he he chose to believe the new thing. He below he chose to believe to see what God was doing. And he said, I'll make the shift. Come on, take I'm going home. I'm going home to be with Christ. Where Saul refused to believe what God was doing and what God wanted to do in his life at that moment. you think just hearing somebody pray that way while people are yeah. throwing rocks at them that might give you pause to stop and think, boy, they might have some greater power that I don't know about. They yeah. might have something that I don't know. They might see something that I don't see. Exactly. There, <laughs> there may be something to this, and I need to stop and listen. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so uh, amazing that Stephen is killed Because of the way. Now, I just read how Paul, Paul, Saul was going after those in the way Mm -hmm. because it was a new way Mm -hmm. to God. It was a new way. It was a new bridge. There was a, there was a way you could actually get to God, Mm -hmm. not stand at a distance. We go from the Old Testament, uh, visitation culture of the Ark. And the covenant, and having to the high priest go in for you to the New Testament of the habitation culture from the outer court to the throne room. Right, right? we don't have to go through anybody to get to the throne room. No, we get to boldly run into it. We can run into God, (laughs) and so so Saul and those that were with him, those that killed. Jesus, those that were persecuting the Christians and, and giving him the, him the right and authority to drag Christians out, put them in jail, to kill them. They couldn't get it. So he was, he couldn't see the new way. He couldn't see how simple the gospel was and how powerful and that it was being confirmed with signs and wonders following the most awesome, powerful miracle is a changed life, is a is salvation, transforming the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of life. It's salvation, right? But there was also signs and wonders that accompanied that message of here's the way to really get to God. Here's a way to have intimate, personal fellowship with Christ. It's through the blood of Christ. It's through His death, burial, and resurrection. It's the preaching of the cross. It's the message of the cross. Paul said, preach Christ and Him crucified priest preach Christ and him crucified. He said, I've determined to know nothing else, but Christ and him crucified among you Mm -hmm. to know Christ among you. His message was the cross and what he did, but at this point, he's still Saul. He's mm-hmm. Saul. He's known as Saul. And he is persecuting those that were in the way. And I, I grew up in a church, that they, uh, uh, a denomination they talked about in the way. It didn't mean that you were in the way of somebody. It meant was it was the way, he, the truth, the life, the way. You believe. Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And But you have a total transformation of from the way you used to live. Mm-hmm. See, there should be a total transformation by the power of the blood in the name of Jesus, Mm -hmm. right? And the word of God. There should be a total, you are totally changed when you accept Christ. And then you learn to walk out that sanctification and holiness and in the spirit by continuing Mm -hmm. in his presence and in the word. Mm -hmm. And then you, you begin to have a new way, a new method of living. And so, Jesus was that bridge that took us from just being able to visit God in an ark in a box to being the ark and where we carry the presence we of God. Him, yes. We house him now. We carry the Holy Spirit. We are the temple. We are the temple. Of the Holy Spirit, and so he—he—he is the way. But Saul and the scribes and the Pharisees and the religious people and those that were that were in unbelief could not make the jump. They could not make the shift. And you know, something that the Lord told me just recently, actually, very recently, He's been telling me about things in my ministry and my calling. He says I'm shifting and I'm sifting. In your life, I'm shifting, and I'm sifting. In your ministry, I'm shifting, and I'm I'm sifting. So I'm like, okay, Lord, help me to make the shift. I I say yes to Mm -hmm. the shift. Mm -hmm. I say yes to the new thing you're doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, and if Stephen could look up when he is being stoned, and about to be stoned, and see jesus at the right hand of the father and the heavens opened up and he could begin to declare the glory of god Mm -hmm. and say i'm coming home i have a mission this is where i'm headed. no matter what's happening it's where i'm going well then that's we have that opportunity to as well to make that shift to see what god is doing in our lives and to to perceive i was really praying this morning lord lord I want to see like I've never seen. I want to hear mm-hmm. like I've never heard your spirit. Lord, I ask that you give me wisdom and knowledge and revelation and perception. Touch my mind, Lord, to to understand mm-hmm. the things that I've not understood before. Touch my spirit, Lord. Help, help me, me to make that. Yeah, help me to see that open mm-hmm. heaven and move into it. Make the shift because God needs us to be where we need to be. Mm-hmm. The, reason, the very reason why we were left on this earth, the very spiritual DNA on the inside of us as well as our physical DNA is for a destiny and purpose and I'm not going to be able to get too much into the divine that you're a divine encounter and connection for somebody and that God has it has those for you too much today but this is building the foundation because there is a correlation with that and we will get into it next week but Saul I want you to get that I really just feel like we just need to sit there a moment Saul, who is so uh, fervent for the Lord, for the things of God, he's just off. Because it wasn't that God did not do, he, there was the law, the covenant of law, and then there's the covenant of grace. He just didn't believe and make the shift with the new thing. I want to encourage you today to believe. To be a believer and to make the shift. Ask God, what's the shift that needs to be made? God, what is the alignment? What's the shifting? What needs to be removed out of my life? What do I need to lay down? What do I need to let go of? What wrong thinking? Stronghold's a wrong thing, and stronghold is a house made of thoughts. What house made of thoughts needs to come down like a like a deck of I'll cards? Be in unity with yeah, you. A house of cards. Yes, yeah, so that I am making the shift. Where do I need to change what what I'm seeing? to believing and and what I'm saying and, and what I'm doing. I want to be so in agreement with him that everything syncs up. Mm-hmm. Sink up. I've just heard that in the spirit. Sink up. Link up with we all God. Got a what sink He's doing in our cars now. Right, so right. Sink up with God. <laughs> yeah, sink up with God and realize there is an open heaven. Uh, we were talking about Stephen seeing that open heaven, but there's also in Revelations is talking about, uh, behold, a door standing open in heaven, and one like a trumpet uh, saying, "Come up higher," and I will show you things that must take place after this. You and I as Pe- children of God operate under an open heaven and I believe he's saying let's shift here body of Christ I've got something so amazing you are going to be blown away by it it's going to be amazing and signs and wonders are supposed to accompany the preaching of the gospel the preaching of Christ The way you're right right look the, for me that's look for me <laughs> and it, just like uh, Saul and the Pharisees and the scribes they miss Jesus the worst mistake ever is to miss Jesus and not see him in your life and 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 to miss the simplicity of the gospel of Christ there when you when you understand the cross uh there's power in the message of the cross there's power of Christ in him crucified there is a power that comes to your life and i've been studying and digging it out more i've been studying hebrews and more and i'm just like god show me teach me i want to know because the signs and wonders accompanied the disciples when they preached what the gospel the gospel is the cross Jesus Christ crucified and buried and resurrected uh, being born of a virgin it's it's the actual gospel the simplicity of the gospel now the preaching of prosperity health deliverance you know all these things that's all Your benefits that's the benefits and the peripheral mm-hmm. of what the act was mm-hmm. and there's a total triumph of the cross that I preached on my TV. Programs. I did six messages on the total triumph of the cross that you can go b- uh, on Impact Network. Um, it's on direct, dish, spectrum, and it's on all the major uh, providers. And I, I believe this will help you. I mean, it helped me as I was studying it. But we need to understand more because it's when you get to preaching, believing, understand what Christ really did. And the signs wondered when they preached the gospel and, and I'm not against preaching. I, I believe in prosperity. I believe in him. I believe in all these things, but I it's not our main benefits, message. But that's not who, what yeah. we're at. The benefits are are, are, are what? A result outgrowth. of your yeah. seeking the Lord. Yeah. Right? So next week, oh my goodness, I've only got 30 seconds. Next week, we're going to get back into this divine encounters and connections. And I believe that God is going to speak to us and it's going to be pertained to us and give us a different perspective. I'm believing that. I hope that this minister to you today, um, call our prayer line, 866-241-059. Go to our website. Uh, oh, 866-241-0579. Thank you, Don. And go to our website at org. There's lots of free resources for you there. Thank you to everyone that gives. You can also give on there to help preach the gospel. We love you, and we will catch you again next week.